You know I love a high-low moment. From the heart of New York City. Morning, people. It's Morning People with Preston Conrad. Yep, into it. And it all starts right now. What's up, everybody? Preston here. Welcome back to Morning People. We're about to get into this week's episode, but I quickly wanted to jump on and let you guys know that we recorded this week's show remotely. So I'm so happy to have my best friend and semi-permanent co-host Mia Hopke back in the house, but we recorded this episode remotely. So the sound quality might be a little different than what we have in the past couple weeks of episodes, but So much to talk about. We're talking about the top four fall fashion trends that you guys have to get into, but just wanted to let you know, nothing's broken with your headphones. It's just the quality of this week's episode. Uh, Anyway, without further ado, on to the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Morning People. I'm Preston Conrad. I am here in New York, but I am being joined. This is the future. This is crazy. I'm being joined remotely by a returning guest and my best friend, Mia Hopke. Hi, Mia. Hi. This is like so 2020 of us. I'm loving this. This is so the future. Mia is coming to us from Southern California, from LA, and we're doing our first kind of remote podcast. So guys, if you're hearing some audio discrepancies, that is why we cannot always be in the same state and in the same room. So we're going to try it this way. If it goes well, then we'll do a million more this way, and then we can you can basically be on every episode. You know, much to, much to my chagrin, you can't just live in my house in perpetuity. <laughs> and I also can never get rid of you because now we could just do it this way. By the way, I have to say, our podcast, what was it, a couple weeks ago, was our number one listened to episode. People were vibing that we were together. Oh, I love that. That's so fun. Okay, great. Then I'm back. Give the people back. what they want. Speaking of back, you um, are just back from a wild weekend in Walt Disney World. Um, with kids and with your parents. We're going to talk about that in a second. I do want to tease what we're going to talk about on this episode, though. So we're getting there. We talked about how summer is kind of getting close to ending, especially here on the East Coast. We're we're really feeling the vibes that we need fall because it's gone from like humidity swamp pit to like nice teaser of fall. So I want to get into top fall fashion trends later in the episode. And I figured you would be the best person to talk to about that. That's actually very useful for my personal life. So I appreciate you (laughs) catering this episode around my needs. Yeah, that's I'm I'm down for that. And all the shopping that you'll need to do. And then we can FaceTime together while you're out shopping and we'll buy you nine million things, much to your husband's disappointment. (laughs) But um, we're going to get into that later. But tell me about Disney, because you went you were obviously not in the Florida Disney. You went to California Disney this weekend. Yeah, so I should probably start by saying that this weekend was the huge, or it's still going on right now, D23. It's their major conference that they do every two years, and they make a ton of announcements about upcoming programming, and they induct, like, legends into the Hall of Fame. And so, like, the park itself was just swamped with celebrities because people go and they speak on these panels during the day, and then they come into the parks in the evening and enjoy all that Disneyland has to offer. But we were at the park because my niece turned one. And so we did this like awesome group of us. I know. So cute. Uh, This big group of us was my parents. It was myself, my husband, my kids. Um, It was uh, my sister and her husband and her daughter who who turned one. And then like some friends of ours. And we went to... Uh, Disneyland, uh, the California Adventure Park, and the Magic Kingdom Park, and just had the 
most amazing time. We got this like crazy VIP experience. Wait, I was, so you were telling me, first of all, I didn't know that existed in Disney. Let's just back up and just talk about how quick, like how much we love, secretly love Disney, even though we feel like we're yeah. too, like we really shouldn't. But like, I think it's the inner performer, like musical theater child in us that gets mm -hmm. such a rise out of Disney. I mean, you, you must be like on crack at Disney. I'm like a total peak Mia at Disney. And it's so funny because like I've had people, say to me, like, who are these adults that go to Disney with no kids? And I want to turn to them and say, going to Disney with no kids as an adult is the best way to go to Disney. Like it's <laughs> 150%. Yeah. It, um, it, I didn't know that this crazy VIP experience existed either. And then in going on the tour, I was talking to the tour guide and she was telling me they do anywhere between like 10 and 50 of them a day, depending on like what the season is. Since it was the D23 conference, they were doing about 50 of them that day. That and is it's basically, crazy. you get like a tour guide and you go, they take you around the park, you get front of the line access and to, it's pretty much a fast pass to every ride on demand. So you don't have to time your fast pass, you just go on demand um, and you go right to the fast pass line. You get front of the line to meet all the characters. So like every time we go, I try to meet Anna and Elsa, like for my kids. And if it was two hours, boom, right in and the front. And for you, it's probably for you. It's not for yeah. the kids, it's for you. Let's break okay, it Okay, I'll send you the picture of me and my sister just like back to back with Anna and Elsa being so extra. Oh so extra. I need, I need to take one of those BuzzFeed quizzes that's like, which uh, sister are you? Because I don't know if I'm Anna or Elsa. Who do you think I am? Am I Anna or Elsa? I've seen it one time. I have no idea. You're probably the one that sang the big number and got the most famous. What was that one? Okay, so that one is Elsa, Elsa. right? Yeah, but she's like a forever alone, like ice queen, like oh, well, vibes. You, the parts of Elsa that you vibe <laughs> with are that you're the star and that you like to perform and that the whole thing was written about you and that it was like you, it was your moment. Sometimes I like to think I'm like a little bit more Olaf, just like an aloof little oh, snowman, like living I mean, his life. After but... the last couple of days of traveling, I feel like the most Olaf. You like <laughs> I upgraded on my flight back from L.A. and I was Delta One, lie flat, give me all of the meal service. You know, like certain people when you see them in Delta One in first class, like they're like, oh, I'll, I'll pass on the food. I'm not. It's like I want all the food. I took every free meal. If it's, it's, it's like, it's like when something's free, you want it more than you've ever wanted anything. Like I want all the pasta, please. And yes, a warm cookie to wash it down. So the new term for like flying first class, just call it upfront. So like a colleague of mine came in from New York and I was like, Oh, how was fun? He goes, Oh, it wasn't bad. I was upfront. Oh my God. Or, or you say, if you're flying, if you're lucky enough to get a double decker, you say I'm upstairs. I was upstairs. I mean, Did how have, extra I've used to I've fly never that been to on a double decker. There's I've a never staircase that goes up. You would die. I mean, for you being such an AV plane geek, you would die. Oh, my it's God. So I good. want a double-decker. Do you love that we just went from Disney to talking about this? But, by the way, this goes back to your cue about being loyal to a, <laughs> to a flyer program because I upgraded myself just to get more miles for the year. Oh, for yeah. I'm already plotting. I'm plotting how I get to my diamond status. But, okay. But, anyway, Disney was incredible. The park was amazing. We did so many rides. My almost five-year-old rode on every roller coaster that she could possibly get on. I saw that and inches. I was tweaking. Like I can't even go. Did you know on space mountain, we went with Matt and Anna's nieces and his side of the family. And I was swearing like it was no, like these are like in front of little children. I was like unhinged. I was unwell. It was so terrifying. I would never do that ever again. So I've always mm -hmm. been a roller coaster person. I don't, I, 
I, I am afraid of so many things. I'm such a chicken shit about so many things, but I love roller coasters. And I remember being a little kid and going on roller coasters and riding them with my eyes closed. And the Matterhorn was the first one that we went on and it's all like single seats. So Charlie couldn't even sit next to anybody. And at one point I she turned around alone. and I looked at her all alone by herself, smiling with her eyes closed. She loves roller coasters. We had the best time, the best oh, time. Oh my God. I love that you had such a good time given that there was D23 or whatever going on, which I know you ch you chatted about earlier, but this was a, an especially big year for this Disney conference because they announced basically Disney Plus is about to launch, what is it, November yeah. 12th, I want to say, which yeah. is Disney's new streaming service, which of course they are having full access, obviously, because of the ownership of Disney to the Star Wars franchise, to all of Marvel, uh, and a lot of those fun, exciting shows were announced. So that's why all the celebs were there. It was kind of a big yes. deal. I don't know if you guys were following online, but um, if you follow on Instagram, Disney and Disney Plus and all that, you would see all the shows and stars that were there. It seemed like it was a pretty cool time. Yeah, so it's um, it was pretty epic. They only do it every two years, so it allows for a lot of time for them to like build anticipation with the fans and everything. But Disney Plus launches on November 12th, and there's actually this, it's only like $6 a month, right? But then they're doing this bundle where you can Disney's get- Disney's not yes. stupid. Disney's no. not stupid. But then, no, they're coming for Netflix hard. If you, uh, if any of you guys read Forbes magazine or get any of like the Forbes news alerts, Forbes was going in on Netflix this week, like just one headline after the next and constantly like somebody at Disney like has them on payroll just talking about how right Disney is doing it and how they're ramping up. And so you can get for $16 a month, which is what it costs to have like the basic level of Netflix. You get Disney plus you get Hulu and you get ESPN plus. So live sports access to like regular broadcast television and the entire Disney vault. Now I should like preface. You know, this I just love the whole phrase of vault. Like I'm obsessed yeah. that every princess is in a vault and we have access to all of it whenever we need at all times. Yes. So Vault is, um, it, it's different than the entire catalog because some things are still like in a theatrical window or like a digital download right, home right, entertainment right. window, but like basically anything from like probably, you know, five years back and more is going to be accessible. They are releasing originals. There's a lot of like the, um, um the Lucas films. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I'm not well about that guys. High school musicals coming back as a TV show, but it's a TV show where they're basically remaking high school music. Like it's very meta, this whole story, this whole like yes. concept. So they go back to this is so I'm like peak nerd right now, 35 year old woman tweaking out over high school musical. So they go back to the high school where the high school musical movie was filmed and they find out that 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 school has never put on the play of high school musical. So they they cast a play for high school musical. So there's the songs from so the original. Good. But it's then there's so also good. new songs, all new characters. I was at the park and I saw, um, what's his name? Corbin something, The um, one of them from the original Wait, cast. Corbin we Blue. Said, we saw him in, um, what do we see him in? Why am I blanking? Oh, he was in um, Kiss Me Kate. He was in Kiss Me Kate on Broadway. He was amazing. He's great. Yeah, We ran into him at the park. Yeah, we ran into John Favreau at the hotel. He just got inducted into like the Hall of Fame, like Disney Legends thing. He directed Lion King. He directed... Um, uh, the Jungle Book, um, and we ran into him. I w walked right past Christina Aguilera in downtown Disney. Oh my God, wait, um, how was Christina? How'd she look? So she had a hat on, like a baseball hat that was okay. very covered, like to the tip of her nose. But I, she was walking towards me and I was walking towards her and I like 
I don't know what it was about her that caught my eye. And I could just tell, like, from her lips. Yeah. Everybody just, like, stopped listening. Um, And and, uh, I could just tell from her lips and her face that it was her. And then I looked up at the guy that she was with. And it looked like that. I don't know if it's her boyfriend or her husband. What? But she was kind of walking into the park in the evening. Hillary Duff was spotted there. Hillary Duff, the return of Lizzie McGuire. Well, I know that's why it's been such literally like it's been bomb after bomb being dropped for the entertainment yeah. news cycle because of after this D, this Disney weekend. So it was like prime weekend for you to be there. It was it was so great. We had the best time. Like, oh thank God, you good. to my amazing parents and our families that like pulled this together. My sister, who like threw the most epic birthday for a one year old who probably won't remember a single second. But Meanwhile, it was awesome. I'm so jealous. I was working. I mean, I had an amazing weekend. I was working in LA this week and I saw you briefly before your Disney thing. I came over for pizza night, but I was working. um, I I can't reveal the client's name yet, but we're doing a big rebrand for a huge beverage company um, with my agency, Kenneth Creative. So we were shooting like crazy. It's very colorful and fun, but um, it was, it was a fun weekend, but I want to jump into listener emails really quick because I thought you can answer these as well before we go to break. So we'll let, we'll just do one. Um, I don't know which one I should do. I think they're both relevant to you, but um, let's do this. So, let's do, yeah, do one and save one for next time. Okay, we're going to do this one. So um, this is from Ethan. He says, when did you realize that you were falling in love with fashion and why was it that that happened? When in your life? Uh, when you fall in love with fashion and why? And I honestly can't really remember like I know that I was always I always cared about what I wore like I always was I remember was very like thoughtful about what I put together even though we didn't have like we didn't shop a lot my mom was always so put together and like really cared about you know her outfits and her appearance and she paid extra attention to what she wore but it's not like we had like tons of money to shop and stuff like I was shopping TJ Maxx I was at like you know the Kmart's and the Walmart's and all that stuff but I feel like it was really in at in high school, at the end of high school, when I realized that, that I was that like could express myself through how I dressed. And then in college is when I started, started working for fashion brands. And that's when I'm like, oh, wait, this could be a living. I like working in fashion. I work in fashion now. But I and I and I for the why, I guess it's that I guess it was that it's because I was able to express myself that way in how in how I dressed. You know, for me, it was like the ultimate kind of like armor, right? Like body yeah. armor. Um, but I would say like high school into college. What about you? I feel like you've been a fashionista forever though. Well, okay. I, but even before I get into me, I want to ask you something though. Okay. Because I feel like you're somebody who actually has like a very classic style. Like if I pull up pictures, most pictures of you from even like 10 years ago, like I still feel like those outfits that you're wearing are pretty relevant now. Like I feel like classic is, if there are three pillars of your style, classic pieces is definitely one of them. Valid, but valid. I let me ask you this. Okay. What is one thing that you have worn that you're just like, shoot me, I must be forgiven. This was a big fat fucking no-no. I feel like there's a lot of big fat fucking no-nos as like (laughs) in regards to what I've worn. I mean, what's something so bad? I mean, I did wear and it was part of like, it wasn't even that bad because I kind of looking back at it, thought the image was cool. But do you remember when I had to post that short suit that this, but and it, it wasn't that it was just like shorts with a suit jacket. The suit jacket itself was short sleeved. It was basically like a T-shirt that was a suit jacket that was hot pink with matching short, short suit pant shorts. 
So that was oh kind of like, God. I was like, wow, I am really going there for this sponsored post. And I, I think it was kind of because it was like a challenge. I knew I could make it look good. So I wanted to take on the task, but it was pretty okay. out. But here's the thing. I'm going to do you one better because that did not even stand out to me as like something that you would even reference because I just remember thinking that you actually looked so cute in that little like short suit that thing. That was rogue. That was crazy. But, but let me, riddle me this, Batman. Okay. Early, like, 2000s, like, late 90s, early 2000s, like, kind of, like, right around when you first came out, and then, like, you went to college, you went to an art school, and, like, there was just a lot of things a brewing that may have contributed to, like, awkward fashion choice. Um, Oh, wait, hold on. You got choppy there for a minute. Our, our connection. Okay. You're saying th there was in that time, there might've been a lot of things that, I mean, I did wear some weird shit back and I used to wear flared jeans in that Spanx tank top. Do you remember? <laughs> Do you remember I would wear that like control top? Wait, I was going to say like the belt with like the double rivets. You know what I mean? Oh my God. My double rivet belt, belt with my flared jeans. I wore Except the bar star flare from Abercrombie. Except I have a horrible feeling that all of that is coming back right now because like the early 2000s is like happening again. I well, just... we are going to jump. Speaking of what's coming back, we're going to jump into yeah. fall fashion trends. We do have to take a quick break. So why don't we jump into a quick commercial? When we come back, I'm going to talk to you about um, when you fell in love with fashion. And then we'll get into the top fall fashion trends uh, right after this quick break. Okay, guys, I am going to let you in on a little secret on how I launched my podcast. It is all about Anchor. Anchor is a free podcasting platform packed with creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for free so it can be heard on all your favorite platforms from Spotify to Apple Podcasts to many, many more. Guys, you can also make money right from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It is everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And we are back. Okay, so when did you realize you were in love with fashion and why? So I actually, like, I grew up with a mom who was obsessed with fashion, obsessed with trend to this day. Like, she's still one of the best dressed people I know. I mean, you know her. You two can go deep on anything, like, for so long. The newest Bottega, Gucci, everything before anyone has it. She's, like, on fire. Yeah, she wore the Bottega shoes uh, last night to my house while we were all in sweatpants, like eating sushi. She every every day is a runway for her. Um, but she, I grew up with her, like always, like dressing us like super curated, and like I look back on our outfits, like from the late '80s, early '90s, and I'm like, God, we were so fucking cool. Like with the exception of the horrible bangs that she gave me, like everything else was fire. But then when I got a bit older, I feel like. It was very much about just having what everybody else had. And I feel like I almost fell out of love with fashion a little bit. And that it was when I went to school and went to art school and and had this experience of like people kind of wearing whatever the hell they wanted and not like whatever was considered like the jeans or like the juicy sweatsuits or, you know, that kind of stuff that I feel like I started to appreciate it again. Um, for me, I think the biggest thing is constant battle between serving looks and like actually being able to like pick up my kids from school and like walk to the car in my outfit. So when I travel, I'll do like all white head to toe outfits. Cause I know that my kids aren't there right. to ruin it. 
like mom friendly and you're not, you're not with your yeah. children and you're just like serving a look. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I just, I, I feel like it's always been there and I've kind of waxed and waned with it. I would definitely say that I wouldn't be surprised if most people, you know, find themselves in this like 18, 19 year old, like where they go away to school and they meet new people for the first time and they meet people that are different than the ones that they grew up with. And then they kind of fall into this different vehicle of self-expression that fashion becomes. First, when you're a kid and it's just like, I have to have what everybody else has, you know, I want to fit in, I want to fit in. And then all of a sudden you want to stand out. Exactly. Which is, well, it's weird because right now in fashion, we're in this weird time where it's like, it's kind of both of those things, right? So it's heightened, heightened individuality, um, expressing yourself, wearing whatever the hell you want, almost to the fact where like outfits tend to look to the, you know, to the naked eye, like ugly in some ways, like, you know, unstructured, put whatever what, with whatever, norm core, ugly, chunky shoes, the dad sneaker, like there's that whole thing. But then there's also the side of fashion happening right now, which is like, but you need that Gucci bag. Yeah. And you need that chunky sneaker. So it's yeah. just like we're in this era of like contradiction where it's like, do whatever the fuck you want, wear whatever the hell you want, but it better be those pants. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like where the yeah. kids go, the younger people are getting back into thrifting and Depop on the app. There's this app Depop where you can buy, you know, or like, it's kind of like a, what's the other one? Uh, Poshmark. Poshmark, yeah. You know, um, finding new things and rediscovering them, wearing old vintage shit. Like they are really doing the cool stuff. You know, I, my Gucci belt bag, I have like a Gucci fanny pack. It's like the two pocket one. Okay. That bag is 20 years old. It is one of the first designer bags I bought myself. So I like re-thrifted my own fucking fanny pack that I just pulled out of the back of the closet. You shopped your own closet. I'm shooting myself that I got rid of my like nylon uh, Prada backpack from like 1997. I don't even know what I did with it. And I wish every day that I had it now. They like reissued that bag now brand new at like four times the price. Yeah. I was in Selfridges a few months ago and I saw it and I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's, I had that. it's like so cyclical, but it's weird. It's like, we're at this weird time in fashion. I mean, speaking of fashion, I mean, that's what I kind of want to get into in this episode, which is, this is kind of like a fun one because we can talk about what's happening and what, what is going to come in fashion and fall. You know, it's funny because to the regular person, fall is still probably two good months away in designer world fall. We're already in, we're already past fall, you know, yeah. so cruise, which is like usually like the Jan Feb time period, which is when people, you know, quote, go on cruises is yeah. what's out now. So like Gucci fall was already out. We're already in a Gucci cruise and pre-spring right now. But for the rest of us, we're getting excited to go shopping for fall stuff. So there are a couple big trends. I mean, so what do, when you think of fall style, what do you, for, before we jump into some of these big trends, what do you think of? I mean, I know you live in LA, so it's a yeah. little different, but what things come to mind when you think fall fashion? So uh, that's so funny that you're saying this. I feel like there are certain pieces that I'm always going like, oh, you know, this is one that you can invest in because every fall, this is like always going to come around in some way, right? So one of those things I think is like a brown boot of some kind, like for women specifically, I'm, I'm only speaking for women because that's really all I know. I'll do the guys. 
Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Uh, we'll just fall into our normal gender roles here. Um, like a brown boot, usually something that whether it's a booty or a knee high, like some kind of like great brown boot and like a really like rich, warm brown color. Um, I feel like always like plaid in some way shows up. I think that the, the way that the plaid appears might change, whether it's like plaid and accessories or plaid in like larger pieces or even just, um, if it's like thick or thin or like different color patterns, but I feel like, like plaid always it's shows like, up. It's um, like plaid for spring or plaid for yeah. fall, groundbreaking. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think another one is like hats. I feel like hats always like a hat can make such an outfit any time of year, but I, I always feel like I actually just bought from and other stories like last week, a really great um like little like uh, newsboy fisherman type. Theory. little cap I feel like hats always come um tortoise shell is a big one tortoise yeah tortoise glasses tortoise accessories I mean all these things it's funny because when I think of hats and like the tortoise and all that stuff you know one of my mottos is that it's the third piece that makes the make turns a look from being clothes just clothes to being an outfit so if you're wearing a great turtleneck and jeans if you put a great hat with it, it's an instant outfit. If you're wearing a great blouse and a skinny jean, you wear a tortoise accessory with it, makes it from clothes to an outfit. So I think fall is a good time to start outfit building because in the summer, you're like jeans and a tee, right? It's yeah. not really an outfit. I think fall, totally, to your point, it's like all those finishing touches, leather jackets. I know that's both you know, for you and for me is like a major thing, a leather jacket, maybe a long car coat, like a camel coat or something like that cool scarves. Um, I mean, you can't really wear a lot of that stuff, sadly, because you're in LA where it's just too perfect all year round. It'll be a hundred degrees here well into October. That was actually one of the biggest things for me when I moved from New York to LA is like, remember being a kid and growing up on the East coast and like Halloween would come and you'd have like a parka over your Halloween costume in LA. Like you can just bust down Tatiana. Like it doesn't full-blown Ariel in like Little Mermaid. You're wearing like the actual <laughs> bikini. You're yep. not parka over it. You're like fully flaunting it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I still like, I get envy. I'm like, I'm, I, by October, I'm so sick of it being a hundred degrees. So let's talk. I want to talk about fall because I'm like emotionally there. All right. We're going to talk about four trends that I'm looking forward to. I want to get your POV on these because I think some are super doable, some are not. And they're, by the way, these are both kind of, um, I would say like they're gender fluid. These are trends that are both for the guys, for the gals. Number one, um, which is kind of an overarching theme, but we're going to call it number one is 80s. Okay. So that is um, sequins for women, shoulder pads in the blazers, slouchy suits, baggy pants, like that trouser look, right? So like 80s that we were just talking about this, things being cyclical, totally back. What's your POV? Um, okay. I, I kind of live for this because it's very much like a more is more kind of decade. This wasn't like the nineties minimalism, like Calvin Klein moment. Eighties is like opulence. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like for me, the, um, the easiest way that I'll adapt this trend is with trousers. I feel like I love uh, for, if you're a short girl or a a short guy, but for us short girls, a wide leg trouser with like a sick pair of like platforms underneath and just like a slouchy kind of like whether it's like your big oversized jacket or like a you know a slouchy blouse but I will 
absolutely go uh, headfirst into like the the trouser trend. I already have a few pairs. I'm a big trouser person, but I look forward to your blessing on a fall totally. trouser. Yeah. I like that for you. And it's the same, well, it's funny because for guys, it's kind of the same thing. Like it's particularly in suiting. Like I know a lot of guys are just getting into the tailored suit, getting your suit really nice and slim and fitted. And I'm not saying the anti that is in again, but if you are really forward, right. Uh, and you're willing to push the limit a little bit a, a slouchy suit, not baggy and ill fitting, but an intentionally, slouchy kind of like old helmet lang vibe is in for guys you know what i mean wait i can't believe you're saying old helmet lang i have a helmet lang pair of trousers that my mother gave me from like the actual 80s so i'll be pulling those out okay yes excellent i want to see pictures of those so yes the 80s are back super pumped about it i want to go there would you say that a good reference point for the guys to look at would be Sam Smith and that new, how do you sleep when yeah. you lie to me? Doesn't he yeah. wear like a trouser yeah. kind wears, of? Yeah. He wears like a higher waisted trouser. Granted, I think the top is like a little more out there. It's like a sheer moment because she is feeling herself in that video. She is yeah. feeling herself and I'm obsessed with her in that video, her being him, obviously. But yes, <laughs> a wider leg pant. I mean, I'm almost thinking like old school 80s movies, like, I don't know, like, you know, think Wolf of Wall Streety kind of loose yes. fit of suiting like that, like old Michael Douglas kind of suit vibe in that way um, is what I'm thinking for guys. But 80s is my number one on the list that I'm really pumped about. Uh, and that also kind of look, all this kind of falls into that same bucket, but we're going to go to number two now, which I just came off a shoot that was heavily based in this. But number two is neon. I'm talking neon pink neon citron green that old neon um orange color like we've been seeing it on kim kardashian we've been seeing it on justin bieber all the big celebs thoughts on neon i live for neon when i just did my girls trip uh last weekend we wanted to do a night where we all wore neon um the only person that actually committed to it was kim uh but that's a story for another time but so into neon um i love neon because i have like dark olive skin so neon actually is like a good storyline for my skin tone but there are so many ways as a woman like you don't have to go balls deep in like a full bodycon like neon dress like a neon accessory a neon manicure i did like a nude with neon manicure a few weeks ago that i got so many compliments on um even like a neon lip i was actually thinking when you said 80s too like a great like magenta bright lip so 80s or like in your eyeshadow, doing something crazy with your liner. I live for neon. It's coming up in so many places. There's so many different ways to do it. Yeah, and for the guys, it's like, I remember at the end of last fall, I started getting into this, but those little tiny beanies, um, you know, my friend um, Blue Collar Prep on Instagram, he has his own line of beanies called Not The Color Blue. And he has some really cute neons. I think I got the neon orange, the neon green. I'm about to sneeze. Hold on. I'm trying to hold it back. I really want to hold it back. <laughs> you just dabbed. I you just dabbed. I dabbed and I also sneezed my first sneeze on my podcast. But you know what? This is raw and unedited. So that's what you get. Um, but neon, totally easy for guys too. Think socks, belts, like that off white belt. There's really easy ways for guys to do it that's not so out there. Um, or maybe even like a little neon tee underneath your sweatshirt. Or you could go out there and do like a fun neon sweatshirt. So, yes, number two on the list 
neon, totally here for it. Um, number three, you kind of referenced already, and we can skip over this pretty quickly, but it is on the list. Vogue and Vogue France just put it up. Checks and uh, menswear patterns, which is kind of like that houndstooth and checks of plaids, totally back. Are we thinking that's new? Are we excited about it? Is it just kind of a false staple at this point? I, I wear plaid till the cows come home all the way through winter. I'm sure you will the same. I think what this actually does is it provides us with an opportunity to like make an investment piece in something like this, right? Like if you want to get a designer piece that isn't like super basic, you know, like not just the black bag or not just the black belt, like find a piece that is plaid or that is houndstooth and and make an investment in a designer piece that way. Um, because it is one of those things that keeps coming back. It's, it's like how people say like leopard is a neutral. These things are just like every fall, you know, this is going to be a moment. And so if you break the bank a little bit on a piece that has these patterns, it feel it, the mileage will it's go a long safe, way. Safe investment. Like I'm here for what is happening with new Burberry and their iconic plaid. Like maybe it's a good time for me to like go and explore that a little bit. Right. Or like Celine does really cool plaids. Bottega always does really good plaid. So yeah, plaids checks. That's kind of like a universal, but it's on the list. Had to touch on it. You know, it kind of leads into number four, I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm excited about number four. I'd be anxious to see what you think about number four. It's our fourth and final big trend, but that's preppy. Preppy's totally back in a big way. And we've been seeing it a lot with Gucci in the last like couple shows, like cricket sweaters, uh, preppy stripes, like those varsity style jackets, like not going away anytime soon is going to be big again this year. Thoughts? Because I know you're not a preppy girl. Like, how would you blend that into your vibe? Yeah, it's so funny. Preppy is not one of, like, my personalities. Like, she got a lot of faces. Preppy ain't one of them. Um, <laughs> but I do feel like there is a way to kind of, like, weave in prep in a way that is natural to anyone. I think, like, case in point, like a white-collared shirt, right? Like, you throw on a white-collared shirt – like that you can serve a preppy look there, like without a doubt. Um, but I, I actually, I was in target today. Surprise. Um, I got to go to target by myself, like blessings on blessings. Blessed be the fruit. Blessed be. And I saw in that wild fable section, which is like for like the teenage girls, there was this insane talk about like the trends just compounding. So it was like this 1980s style, um, one of those like deep V-neck kind of like varsity sweaters with a neon green trim on it. You, you have all of your trends in one. You are officially covered. I have compounded. Okay. And so I, I'll send you a picture of it and you can like put it in your story so people can like see what I'm referencing. But mm -hmm. I, I felt like, okay, I could get down with that. I also love a pleat. Like I'm into love. pleats. Love. And so like a pleated skirt. That's very preppy. I'm, yeah, I definitely like a pleated skirt, but like I'll like, you know, like I like to like fuck it up a little bit. So like I would do that with like a motorcycle jackal, a jackal jacket and like a ripped T-shirt um, or. Well, that's, that's the one I'm, that's exactly how I'm, what I suggest, right? So like for me, I'm preppy as it is. So I could wear a full preppy look, but like khakis, that's a preppy thing, right? So like wear a cool pair of khakis, but make them baggy and wear them with a sick pair of trainers and a sweatshirt, you know? Like that's the way that preppy, I think is like the new prep. It's not like a head to toe, you know, like Urkel vibe. It's like, yeah. 
or take that cricket sweater, the varsity sweater, get it three sizes too big, and you could wear it over like leggings with a cool trainer, right? And that's cool. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm, I'll need your help more on this one than any of the other ones, but I, I'm sure you can style me out in oh, some you, trust me, preppy vibes. You'll get plenty of styling out in preppy, but like a blue and white striped shirt doesn't get more classic and preppy than that, but you could wear it with you know, really screwed up jeans or a cool pair of cargo pants or a track pant. Like it's all about that mashup. And you know, I love a high low moment. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> I think it's like how you kind of like reverse engineer it. But those are the four main trends I'm excited about. Are you pumped? Yeah, I'm ready to shop. Let's go, bitch. All right. Well, I'll be in LA soon. So get ready for it. Guys, um, we're nearing the end of our time. Mia, I'm obsessed that you just came on again remotely. We can't, we need to be back in. I mean, I'm literally going to fly to you to just record episodes at this point. I think. Love it. Um, guys, I want to hear from you. Continue to send me your messages both on Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook. But of course, morningpeoplewithpreston at gmail.com is the email address. So shoot over all your questions, comments, concerns. Mia, I love you. Love you. Um, guys, I will talk to you soon. In the meantime, stay stylish.